eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So now Posey ranges away and Bellinger throws it so high. There are some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. Hello there. Welcome back to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys Podcast, episode 52. This is uh, Sam Lubman here with Joe the Butcher Boy Shasky. Shasky, ep- 52, that is the uh, number of games in a row the Giants are about to win. They've got four down already, 48 more to go. That's how I'm feeling right now. Uh, that's what a four-game winning streak is doing to me right now with this team. Uh, I'm, I'm smiling a lot because the Giants are winning finally. And, uh, yeah, for the first time in 2023, it is fun to be a Giants fan. Yeah, and it feels like they're putting together some timely hitting with some uh, some decent starting pitching right now, which is turning it around. You got a bullpen game yesterday um, from the team after a beautiful start from Alex Cobb. Maybe the best of the season? I know it's early. Uh, I mean, it's early running shutout. You know, feels like it. Um, are there guys struggling? course (laughs) but right now i'll take wins however i can get them now the cardinals have been one of the more disappointing teams in baseball but it doesn't matter it does not matter for me considering the gauntlet that the giants are going up against in terms of contenders preseason contenders over the next couple of games uh and series so i like it where we're at right now yastrzemski's been hot you know and uh obviously estrada has been outstanding jd davis are you kidding me like seriously it's been really it's been fun like pleasantly fun i know we don't want to throw that word to the giants but sam hasn't it been it has so i was i was at the game on friday night uh that that seven nothing loss to the mets and it was, it was about as dismal as you could probably imagine it was just it was not fun being at the yard that night uh stripling was okay ross stripling was pitching that night he looked okay and then all of a sudden you know he just kind of hangs a slider that pete alonzo just you know basically alonzo right over the uh, right over the fence and then when that happens just like here we go again and 
they they were able to put pull it together after that. Logan Webb, I thought he labored a bit at times on Saturday, but for the most part, that was his strongest start of the year. He finished with ten straight uh, outs there, and then uh, yeah, fast forward to who was it that pitched on uh, Sunday? Was it Disclafani on Sunday? Yes, I believe it was. Um, that was another great game against the Mets. Giants come back, winning it in the getting the go ahead and run the eighth, winning it on Sunday night baseball. You always want to win those nationally televised games. And yeah, Alex Cobb uh, last night or the, yeah, last night, the other night, sorry, Monday night. Again, my day's mixed up here. What day is it again? <laughs> um, that is yeah, easily the early running for start of the year. You don't see a lot of complete games these days. So the fact that we were able to see a complete game shut out, these are good things. And, that brings us to last night, Blake Sable, the walk-off home run. Shasky, I remember back in 2021, the Giants were kind of a little iffy for the first kind of couple months of the season. They were playing well, but not great. Then Mike Talkman made that catch to rob our Pujols of a walk-off home run, and the Giants just took off from there. Is it crazy to think that maybe that walk-off home run by Blake Sable could ignite a similar spark? Um, I mean, It's too premature at this moment, but – that doesn't mean a couple of weeks, a month, two months from now, we aren't looking back at this as one of those seminal moments. There's no doubt about it that um, it feels like they're playing the best ball of the year. It's early, you know, um, but I'll take them wherever I can get them. Cause last year it felt like, you know, early on they were kind of treading water. And then about mid May, June, it's just the bottom fell out. And I remember distinctively Rodon had a, appearance in St. Louis where he got blown up and it felt like they couldn't turn the corner from that point on last year. I know they finished strong, but it felt like they were treading water. They need to do anything they can right now to just stay in it as long as they possibly can. Uh, I know teams like the pirates have come out of nowhere and they've been pleasant surprises this year, but there are so many teams that are still going to be involved even post July 4th because of the extra wildcard spot. Why not the giants? Like why not us? I mean, that's that's kind of the, the, the theme every year. And, yeah, we it is still only April 26th. We're not even in May yet. I always kind of figure whatever the standings look like at the end of May, that's probably what they're going to look like for the rest of the year with a few kind of outliers here and there. I mean, how many times in the last few years have the Rockies always gone off to a hot start? And it's like, what's going on with that? Why are the Rockies on top of the NL West sure. in the end of April? And then the season ends, and you're like, okay, yeah, they're in last place where they belong. So, I mean, yeah, teams are still shuffling around in the standings right now. I mean, again, the, the Pirates are the best-looking team in the NL Central right now, and the Cardinals look completely lost. The betting man would probably say that's not going to be the case. Um, even the NL West right now, Giants are only two and a half out of the Dodgers right now, who they're kind of off to a sluggish start. They're only 13-11. and 11. I'm not trying to make this out to, oh, we won four straight. Let's start talking about winning that division. But, you know, the the Giants, yeah, they want to tread water, need to get back to 500, and they're taking advantage of a part of the schedule that we were kind of worried about last week. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, and, you know, are there some things to be kind of worried about? For sure. You know, Brandon Crawford has 10 hits this year in 65 plate appearances. David mm-hmm. Yard's right behind him. He's 10 for 66, right? So those are two guys that are in the middle of your infield where, yeah, you've gotten home runs. I believe a, a combined seven between the two of them, but they've got 20 hits. Like, I need more hits than that. We're, we're, we're getting to the end of the month here. Um, but for each of those guys, I can say, hey, what about Tyro Estrada? He's been outstanding. What about J.D. Davis? I mean, J.D. Davis feels like a revelation right now. The Giants yeah. got an unbelievable haul in return for Darren Ruff, who somehow made it back to the Giants. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, no, it's um, it's kind of, honestly, you're, you're seeing a similar situation with the Pirates where they have uh, Brian Reynolds and Andrew McCutcheon, so the Giants are on the raw end of that one. Um, but yeah, no, let's, let's talk about J.D. Davis for a second because it hasn't been a great homestand for him. He's hitting only 174 on this homestand, but it doesn't really feel like it. He had that home run uh, in the eighth inning on uh, Monday night, and, you know, I love the nicknames you're seeing for him. You no, know, J.D., just dingers. Uh, he's, again, the average isn't looking great right now. He's still hitting the ball really well. But Shasky, it's the glove that is really impressing me right now. I mean, J.D. Davis, lockdown, third baseman. Who saw that coming? Not me. Not me. I, I thought he was a D.H., first baseman at best, like, quite frankly. And defensively, going to his left, going to his right, backing up, going in, showcasing the arm, like – I am really, really, really surprised to say that. Could he be a short-term solution? Maybe a two-year gap at third base? Could it be something more? I mean, Justin Turner kind of came out of nowhere. I know we're early. Like, I'm not here to like lose my mind out of it. But Justin Turner was a guy who was a late bloomer. And you look up, and he's had pretty much a, a decade of success, right, mm-hmm. after turning 28 years old. Could J.D. Davis be one of those kinds of guys? I think maybe opportunity, situation, him adjusting, evolving, maturing. Like, it's all of those things. And right now, I'm here to ride the J.D. Davis wave. Why not? Oh, absolutely. And just, he's making the routine plays, but he's made some impressive just web gem quality plays out there. And again, you're a big guy, the eye test, you know me. I love my metrics. He is surprisingly leading in so many defensive Mm -hmm. metrics. Uh, Fangraphs has all sorts of crazy metrics and stuff like that. One that I kind of look to, it's, it's just basically it's a defensive rating. It's an all-encompassing stat that basically just says, you know, how good you are on defense. Mm-hmm. He leads all third basemen in that defensive rating category. Wow. He's up there in outs above average. He's right up there again wow. in run prevention. A lot of these, you know, topping, you know, gold glove third basemen are in the league right now, and he's doing better than all of them. And again, you don't need the metrics to prove that because you're seeing it with the eye test every day. If this could keep continuing – two-year stopgap at minimum for J.D. Davis. Well, what's interesting is you're bringing that up, and I'm looking at somebody in uh, who they're playing right now in Nolan Arenado. I mean, the fact that he's got better metrics than him, I mean, that's that's shocking. Yeah. And, and then throw in Manny Machado, who is batting, I believe, a shade over 200 right now. He's got some home runs, but J.D. Davis has been better baseball player in the first month than Manny Machado, who yeah. just signed another $400 million deal. So it's it, – it's very interesting to see this, this progression. And uh, again, I look at someone like Mike Yastrzemski, who started off hot again this year, hovering around 300. You know, uh, yeah, he had some lows the last couple of years. They squeaked two pretty productive seasons out of Mike Yastrzemski. You could argue last year, as bad as it was, he was still a productive player. So maybe he's still there. What? I mean, the power is still there with Yastrzemski, too. I mean, he's hit you know over 20 home runs in, I think, each of his full seasons. It's the contact that was kind of going away there. And I think, we, you know, we've discussed this on this podcast mm-hmm. before. You know, the elimination of the shift, you're seeing a whole new yeah. Mike Yastrzemski. And a guy like him who the Giants, they really like him. He is looked at as a leader in that clubhouse. When your leaders are playing well, yeah. that can start to become infectious. And that is, I think, what you're seeing around the clubhouse right now is you're starting to see guys feel it. You know, yeah. guys are coming together. They're, they're feeling better. So over the weekend, I was in the clubhouse. Uh, Alex Cobb, I guess, got a bumper pool table, which I don't know if you've ever seen a bumper pool no. table. 
chassis. I don't, it's basically, it's, it's a smaller pool table and there's all these little like bumpers sticking out of it. And you got to basically get, you got five cue balls. Yeah. I get from one side of the, the, the table to the other into a little hole there. And Alex Cobb got over the week, oh, this past week for the, you know, these guys to play and stuff after games. They're loving it. They're already like gathering around it and they're trying to figure out who's good, who's not, how to play this thing. They're already like, like it's stuff like that when you're winning, when you have fun stuff to do like that in the clubhouse, like that stuff becomes infectious. When you have great moments like Blake Sable's walk off home run, Gabe Kapler was gushing about Blake Sable last night. And, you know, that these are the, 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 the it feels like this is the kind of things that happen when teams start to maybe figure it out. You got Mitch Hanniger back, Austin Slater's mm-hmm. back. Starting to look like the 2023 Giants that we were kind of promised after you know free agency ended. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, and uh, I just I'm I'm really excited. And and look, I kind of know that Farhan can find guys on the periphery. We're still waiting to see some of these youngsters. So as we're talking about who's succeeding and who's not, the fact that David VR is struggling and they're continuing to play him after sending Elliot Ramos down after a week, like. I'm encouraged by that. I still see some positives from David VR. So I guess where I'm going at is for every JD Davis success and Mike Estramsky and all that, I am happy that they've at least pivoted off of yo-yoing someone like David VR back and forth to AAA because we're getting a chance to see him. And I want to see if he can make or break it. Yeah. Now let's hold that thought on David VR really quick.